Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. so excited about beating kids. But I don't care. But I don't care. 
you've been done told. Little you man, shut your mouth, get back round the face with your mum's marigold. That's a washing up glove for your mum. We're like forty years old, you man are like six, man a man grown, man a man sick, man a man meet ya, man a man switch like cheat code this, you bitch. Upper gut dirking, fat men lurking, smoking up kids online. Get wrapped like a turban, bashed up certain peers for drunk on wine. No holds by virtual bully, sliding with both feet fully. Not joking, you don't know me. Fighting cock gear, we get gully. What we want from them is to hear children cry. But I don't care. Um, what is it? And do you have the olive bread in like a balsamic vinegar with an oil, an olive oil? Um, no. When you when you eat it, I mean, I guess you, I guess you could. I've never actually thought of doing that. But you, you just eat it as it is, but it's, it can be quite dry. Um, and, yeah, so if, if you're taking big chunks out of it and you're driving and then you can't breathe, <laughs> it's quite dramatic. So, yeah. How long ago did this happen to you? Um, a few a few months back. Uh, maybe five months ago, actually, come, come to think of it, yeah. Um, Very yeah. Uh, Fight Club Podcast, everybody. Joined by Spooky on the line. All right. And oh, we're recording. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Cal as well. Hey, bud. Hey, All right, man. Um, what, sorry, did I, is that unfair for me to do, do that? No, no, I'm glad you were just talking about Greek stuff and not anything, you know, no. a bit more controversial. Un- I don't know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I so had a feeling you were doing that. Can you make a, uh, a, f- a kaftedi? Toftedi? Kaftedi? Kaftedis? Yeah. Meatballs. No shit. What am I thinking of? Uh, Dolmedes. Vine leaves, uh, stuffed vine leaves with like a, um, a vinegar mate, and rice. You know what? I yeah, I I I don't. I haven't personally tried that, but when my dad does that with vine leaves, oh, and, so good, man. And peppers as well. When yeah. you when you cook right, when you put the rice into the peppers, utterly outstanding. Like this is the stuff that I'm missing desperately at the minute. I'm sure we're all for our you're, own. You're uh, you're married to. Uh, a fish and chips lady, and by, by that I'm not being offensive. I'm I'm saying like all English people are common, fish. common law wife though, not not technically married. So common law, right, right. But um, so how, <laughs> how, how does she fare in the kitchen when she cooks? Yeah, not good. I mean, it, it, <laughs> uh, no. But the thing is, you can always tell, like when you first start dating someone, and you go to a restaurant and you order a steak, and like I was like, yeah, medium rare, please, and then. She says, well done. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? I'm never going to have children with you. She's not going to go to a second date. So, yeah, her, her cooking is passable, but I am, yeah, I'm the chef of the, the family, definitely. Mm. My, but um... She could bake a cake, though. So I'll, I'll give her that. She can actually bake cakes, which uh, I kind of, I don't struggle. I don't have the patience for that. I prefer cooking. Boring, isn't it? And... It's boring baking a cake. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. lucky because my, my missus is incredible at baking and an incredible cook. And literally every meal we have is fucking fantastic. Oh, I bet, man. It's amazing. Like every single time we get like what we got now and, and, and everything's amazing. Very, very lucky. Cal, you're on your own, aren't you, at the moment? I am. Man, oh, you strike yeah. me as a ready meal, stick it in the microwave, quickly eat it kind of guy. No, Pot noodle. Pot noodle, yeah. <laughs> what, in front of WrestleMania? Watch a fucking pot noodle. <laughs> pot, pot noodle on WrestleMania, that's you, Cal. <laughs> such a child, such a teenager. <laughs> uh, I'm all right, man. I'm all right at cooking. I'm pretty decent. I'm, I'm all right around the kitchen. Those little Chicago town tiny 
deep pan yeah, pieces. Yeah, yeah. You know, put a bit of extra sweet corn on them. They're really good. <laughs> Season them up a bit. Um, uh, the Fight podcast, uh, as you can tell, obviously there's still no football. Um, but we do have a number of very good questions. There is a lot of chat around Spurs. Like Somehow, despite not being, you know, there's no, no football on and, and being the kind of the butt of the Premier League jokes when the football was on and how miserable experience that was, somehow the club are still managing to do it to us, <laughs> even though there hasn't been any football. Like, literally, literally, there's so much going on in the world right now that should have people's attention towards it. And somehow Tottenham Hotspur and Daniel Levy, just they will not let go, will they? No. Um, it's Daniel Levy, man. He 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 clutches onto every pound note, every penny. You know, I remember years ago, uh, you had somebody on the podcast, it might have even been you, Flav, to, said that we were one of two clubs that charged for mascots. Yeah. Uh, we charged £400 for mascots, us and Everton, I think you said. Yes. Um that's Daniel Levy all over and us furloughing our lowest paid staff is just another another Daniel Levy thing to do so, to, for the record there are directors that have been furloughed as well oh okay fair enough and the furloughing relates to 40% of the staff 60% are still working anyone basically anyone who can work is working and those yeah. that can't like say you'd imagine vast percentage of the ticket office they wouldn't be able to fulfill their duties because demand isn't there anymore yeah. Um, but th- that isn't really the issue, is it? And that's not what's pa- making people angry. It doesn't matter how much percentage is the fact that a club or actually a company, because that's what this relates to, how companies run and decisions that are made, yeah. how they are taking advantage of a government, um, a government scheme when they can afford not to do it. And the, the issue with that and the massive issue I have with it is that there are, <coughs> excuse me, there are loads of companies who will go out of business past the three-month furloughing period that the government agreed to, 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 to do and then revise, that will go out of business because they need a longer furloughing period. And clubs like Spurs wouldn't go out of business, so they should. They're not. It doesn't feel like they're making their contribution to what's going on. And instead, as all of these businesses will do, most of them will do, uh, they're taking advantage of this scheme. They don't need to make... No one should be made redundant if this furloughing... Uh, uh, system the, the government has set up at Tottenham no one would go no one would be made redundant you'd, you'd think but what are your thoughts Spook? Um, yeah do you know what I, I'm, I'm so out of the loop with caring about football because there's bigger things to care about mm. that I actually hate Daniel Levy for just bringing us back to the fold of thinking about football yeah. I mean you, you look at social media there's been nothing about football for so long apart from the odd desperate uh, Spurs are interested in signing next play and I'm thinking oh, is this what we're down to now just uh, people yeah. making up transfer yes, stories yes yes you know what I mean <laughs> because there's just nothing else to talk about and, and, and you can just almost skip past that because it's like a 0.1% of your timeline and then suddenly this comes out and yeah I I, I, I even though I'm, I'm a little bit, what the right word is, I don't think I'm pragmatic about it or logical about it. I just, again, I, I, I see what he's done as, a, as, as it was an opportunity for him to do something against the grain and actually get a bit of positive PR from it. But I think Cal kind of nailed it. He's not someone who gives a shit. He probably thinks he's done the right thing for the football club because he sees every pound 
saved as being the right thing for the football club. In his head, type of chairman he is, the type of person he is. He's he's someone who negotiates down to the nearest pound yeah. and how to pay transfer fees to, to, to the point where he sees it, he perceives it as an advantage. And, you know, it, football's a funny industry because... Um, it's probably not too dissimilar to other industries, to be fair, because uh, a lot of companies gamble. I mean, we, we we gamble on signing players, and sometimes that money's completely wasted, mm-hmm. and that money's lost even if you sell the player on. Um, and you you do kind of think, well, how much of a gamble is it not to furlough anyone and to pay their wages, even if they're not working? You know, like. But again, he's a businessman he thinks like a businessman and even though he sends out this message that's quite quite articulate there's, there's some some good points in there it's kind of ruined by the fact that you know we're a, a billion dollar entity because of him you know to be fair and you think we could have done the right thing even if it cost the club something but you know we're losing out on five million pound revenue every day you know the money is coming straight through to the people, I guess. That's how it works. I'm not sure. Yeah, it does. It, it, the furlough yeah. works. At, well, no, the, the the company continues to pay the 18% and then claim it back from the government at a later date. Yeah. I mean, look, it's it, it's not the right thing to do. Um, and now people wait for him to backtrack, like Liverpool have. And Liverpool are getting, getting pats on the back for that, which I, I think is ridiculous as well, because I think they've only done it because of the pressure absolutely from the public you know they've just back they've just thought let's actually get let's get everyone off our backs now and just roll back to before yeah. and just say we're not going to do it they're it, considering the pr aspect to it so it's very much yeah um... yeah exactly which is which in itself is, a, is is cynical from their point of view they thought fuck it you know let's just give the people what they 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 want in terms of you know I'm not, I don't want to use the word virtual signalling because it kind of associates yourself with a certain type of thinking, but I don't I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around what people are actually pissed off about with all this. Whether it is a case of a, a, a million dollar company, billion dollar company taking advantage of a government scheme, but all of them are, all of them are doing it. Yeah. So why does it make why why is football so different? You know, is it because of the connection it has to the community? Is it because we don't really rate footballers? We think that they're stealing yeah. a living because they're kicking the ball about. But but even that's a bit that's a bit disrespectful because how many how many footballers become elite? How many footballers, you know? And again, the wages they earn, which the clubs are paying, they get taxed, and that tax money goes back to the government and to the NHS and whoever else. So. It, the whole thing, I don't think, is a black and white discussion, but that's the only way we can communicate in black and white. You know, it just makes it easy to take a side and then just bang on about it. Yeah. Um, well, uh, the... Football's just different, isn't it? It's a different business to anything out there. You know, Daniel Levy, even though he's quite private and he's not someone that's out there all the time, he's he's a lot more known than, say, the CEO of Tesco's. Like, yeah. A lot of people know who Daniel Levy is because football is a is a business that that affects so many people. It's broadcast twenty four seven by multiple media outlets. Um, it's just different, and I think because of that, it's an easy target, isn't it? 
it's an easy target to pick on footballers and say they should be doing their bit. And now, and now it's football clubs, uh, and well, uh, football, by by extension, it's football clubs. The, the issue, the issue, especially with the, the players t- uh, having to contribute thirty percent, is that some of them definitely can afford to do that. One hundred percent. Wayne Rooney, oh, yeah. Wayne Rooney said, well, "I can afford to do this," but there are players out there, certainly in. Not all professional footballers can afford to, to drop 30% in wages. And it's not just the case of, of them earning much more so they should. It's actually that their outgoings are, are gigantic. They may have bought four, exactly. four or five houses for their families that they're servicing on mortgages. Exactly. Suddenly not able to do it. So footballers need to be means tested if they have to sign up to this scheme like anyone else. No one should be forced to do something. Like you can't have a moral wide sweeping idea that everybody should follow because that is uh that's socialism in the most extreme and and what's frustrating for me is is that i see a lot of people on twitter complaining before when there was this negotiation between the pfa and the and the footballers that um you know complaining about the fact that that, that players should be you know doing this or should be paying in when the, the, these are the same people that, are, that would vote in a way that would be going completely against the so, socialistic ideals. And, and what's the biggest issue here is, is, is that we can, way before the coronavirus, have developed a political landscape where the richest people pay more to support those in need. Because that's what they're saying footballers should do. Mm. But... The vast majority of the nation, or, or a massive majority of the nation, voted to not do that because they didn't vote Corbyn in. So it's yeah. it's almost like the mirrors up now, um, and and a more socialistic, more holistic way of managing our finances in in terms of the country and who gets what will be adopted once this coronavirus is over. But just to target footballers and say, "Yep, we want thirty percent from all of you across the across the plane," is is completely unfair like the rich if you if you can if it's like Deli Ali, harry kane they should be doing they, they should be doing their bit but it has to be their choice it has but to you, be you get Go on, sorry, sorry i don't know if you guys are cutting out or whether it's just me missing out on the cow can you hear flav talk i can hear flav talk yeah i think you've oh, muted, right, you I think, think so, spook, can you tell spook that he's probably muted me you might have muted flav you might have muted Flav, mate. What? Well, because you can hear me, but you can't hear Flav. And, and I got, I can hear, I got I a note both of you. I got a notification saying I'd been muted by one of you. And Flav has got a notification saying he's been <laughs> muted by one of us. Fuck! I found sound like a translator. I feel like a translator. This is great. <laughs> this is the fighting cock. Enjoy it. <laughs> can you hear me now? Speak? Yeah, I was just gonna. Yeah, I can hear you, mate. Sorry, Beautiful. man. Um, <laughs> no, no, because you cut off there, and I thought, okay, you're waiting for one of us to cut in. Anyway, like it's like the, the whole thing about uh, soldiers and nurses should be paid footballers' wages. Yeah. And people say that we've complete, and I and I get it. The, the, the jobs they do are just not comparable to entertainment jobs and 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 actors and whatever else. But you, you're talking about two different um, industries, and. You should really be having a conversation about the amount of soldiers that come back with PTS and and get pushed aside and forgotten about, rather than blaming footballers just because they're on so much money because the industry allows them to earn that money and they and they they considered flash and show offs and naive and stupid and it's just that's just the way that industry works. But then to punish them, especially as you said, the means testing thing. 
Like they, when they go out and spend money, it's no different to us going out and spending money. It's just that they spend more because they've got more. But yeah. that also means that their, their outgoings and their bills are going to be a lot more. So at the end of the day, then it's. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I think people just say things just to just because well, they think, how dare that person have this amount of money and and they don't want to take a wage cut. Uh, you know, all these footballers as well. Most of them are involved in charities. They, they give money away. They do a lot of work. It, let's not dismiss them completely. And and yeah, let's have a bit of balance to these arguments and discussions rather than just saying something that sounds good in a tweet. Yeah, it's a, one of those things is like the moral the moral outrage. Whatever the the flow of the conversation is going or, wh- or whatever generate the most likes and retweets, people will flow in that way. And I'm not to say, that's not to say that <clears throat> what people are tweeting isn't Gen- isn't disingenuous. It is disingenuous. It probably it comes from the right place, but you're people yeah. are influenced by the, the the wave or the zeitgeist that's happening at that, that moment. Um, and you know you don't know how much money Harry Kane has put into charities because he doesn't go around uh, around talking about it. Um, but it's on it's on everybody. You know, there are people doing selfish things right now. Not not just about money and about social distancing and. And um, and it's uh, it's just it's a it's a, a human epidemic, uh, selfishness, and it, all of us have to take some account. Uh, and you know, least of all me, <laughs> or least of all not me. But what is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should take the least. <laughs> you should do the least. I should do the least. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, yeah, it's one of those things. Just, uh, just so so that people know, um, as a way to avoid boredom, me and John Bass have been playing co-op seasons as Spurs uh, during times where Spurs would have been playing. So every Wednesday at seven forty-five, and every Saturday at lunchtime, kickoff twelve o'clock. We wanted to do three p.m., but um, John's missus needs some time with him because he's still working. So, um, yeah, so we're doing 12 o'clock kickoff. Uh, what you need to do if you want to watch, it's been very funny so far. Uh, our idea is to get from season to division five to division one, uh, bearing in mind with we're, we're two very podgy, um, sort of men in their late thirties and should have really put this game to bed by now, but, um, we're playing kids or we're aiming to smash kids, smash their faces in figuratively. And, um, we uh, uh, yeah, we want you to join us. It's twitch.tv forward slash love the shirt. Uh, you can see the previous games and, and episodes we've done. One absolute scorcher against Arsenal. Went 2-0 down to Arsenal and we beat them 4-2. It was beautiful. And we made oh, them quit. We made the little squirming little gooner kids cry and quit oh, and probably smash their control pads. So, yeah, uh, if all you have to do is uh, www.twitch.tv forward slash Love the shirt and just follow the account. That's all you need to do and you'll get an alert when we go live and me and John are chatting to each other about all kinds of stuff as we play FIFA. Uh, just something to do. If you don't like FIFA and think it's sad, then I agree with you. It is both those things. Um, so, we've got some questions from the people. Uh, yes, yeah, sure. So, uh, some good ones. Dating Dad says, if Carl Walker hired sex workers, then Carl Walker Peters should would surely be hiring sex worker Peters. <laughs> 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 that question then? <laughs> that isn't a question. That's a statement. It was on. The, it was a response to Lamella's, Lamella's finger. Really? It says, "What kind of sex workers do you think Carl Walker is into?" Um, uh, what, do you, what do you what do you make of all that situation? Because like that, see, I can understand why that gets people's goats up. 
Yeah, yeah but so does so does that guy uh, um uh the seafront the before the, having a barbecue and then started abusing the police officers for ruining his day because he, because they told him to, to to shut shop and go home. It's that kind of idiocy. It doesn't matter if you're an ordinary bloke with an ordinary job or or, or a footballer. Um, I guess footballers get bored as much as we do and um he's single right i actually thought he was married with kids but um if he was single it's a stupid thing to do like full stop because that type of thing ain't gonna stay a secret and you're gonna look like an absolute idiot but lucky for carl uh carl walker um football is full of idiots you know jack uh, Greylish the other day with uh, with his uh, Range Rover Land Rover. Did he get done for um, DUI? No, I don't. Think, I, I Mate, don't even understand what happened there. I saw his apology. But we know what happened. It. We know what happened. Allegedly, we know what happened, right? Yeah. Allegedly, yeah. he was drunk and just crashed his car and ran away yeah. till he sobered up <laughs> and then <laughs> handed himself in. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly, yeah. that's me. Just yeah. pretty, pr- you know. I am. And I'm so- talking bollocks, but that's what I think might have happened. No, that, that, yeah, allegedly, probably. Um, yeah. But yeah, someone else is going to come along and do something, and then people will forget about Carl Walker. Yeah. Uh, they're young men, aren't they? They're young men and they're bored. And, and that's, that's been, it's human nature, isn't it? Like you, you described the guy with his barbecue. It's, it's human nature. You know, you're, you're told not to go out. So you want to go out. And that's why the footpath, the footpaths and the parks are full of people that you would never normally see going out for a walk. Yeah. Suddenly every cunt's walking around <laughs> wanting, wanting to go for a walk because Boris is telling us we shouldn't. Uh, this is like... so, this was what about you know because there was a lot of people going shut lock, shut Britain down lock 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 Britain down and you know before when we when people were still going to school and stuff yeah. and they were just yeah. introducing slowly slowly catchy monkey methods to yeah. getting people used to it and uh, one of the the his scientists or advisors said look if you go full lockdown too early people will very quickly begin to flout the rules and while yeah, we're containing exactly. the the infection of the virus rather. Um, you need to do that in a staged process because ultimately what you were saying is people are stupid. We are stupid. We can't yeah, follow... Dire- we've seen, we can't follow direct uh, instruction or are unwilling to. So, you know, yeah. we have to be treated like a nation where we like it a lot as, as babies. We have to be... In- Nanny states exist because people are stupid. Yeah. So, you know, that, uh, that, you know that's... Yeah, exactly. That. Yeah, no, they have to. People have to be given clear guidelines, and so that means you can go out to exercise for one hour a day, and you can go out to shop. It's like being in prison. It's like you. People need a structure, and footballers are no different. They need their structure. You train at this time, you eat at this time, you play a game on Saturday at three o'clock, and when that structure goes, and that structure goes out the window, all hell breaks loose. Um, but yeah, Carl Walker was kind of. Um, what was it? it was irres- irresponsible, wasn't it? Because, because for lack of a better wo- lack of a better way of putting it, you don't know where she's been. Well, and I was so... going to say they're not self isolating sex workers. Well, that's it. Oh. They're out there seeing all sorts of people. <laughs> they're cross for they're, they're crossbreeding, aren't they? They're just going here, there, and everywhere. Not crossbreed. I mean, technically they're crossbreeding, but I'm sure they're on contraceptives. I think it'd be yeah. more, uh, you know, cross cross pollinating the. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> they're no, like no, bees. No, yeah, no <laughs> Sex workers are the wor- uh, sex workers are the worker bees of the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no there's no flipper babies going on. It's just they're just going on and yeah. going here, there, and everywhere. Um, Spook John Howick yeah. he asks a question. He says, "Rate our five worst strikers out of Rebrov, 
Raziak, Postiga, Janssen, or Andy Booth? Oh, Andy Booth has got to be number one. Surely. Yeah, but it's a bit unfair because he, he was on loan for three games and that was it. I mean, he was absolute garbage. We're going number one, Andy Booth. I, I'd agree with that. We actually loaned yeah. him up. We loaned him up from Huddersfield, I think. And was it Sheffield Wednesday? Was it? Maybe Sheffield Wednesday, you're right. Um, but I think he played for Huddersfield, that's why I'm getting mixed up. But we lo- I think we loaned him up a division. So we took a, a yeah. championship yeah. striker. What that's do you exactly remember it. the context of that time, Spook? I don't, I, I don't, you know what, that, that period of time for me was probably, I still went to games, but you know when people talk about um, uh, like Nicola Bertie and all those other type of players that we used to sign back then, I think I was so disconnected from, the, because the football was so shit hot that um, it just felt, we, just, we were just an ordinary team, do you know, we were just as bad as In the most extreme. I was yeah, at uni, we, but during that time, I remember that, it well how bad Was we that during one of David Pleat's caretaker spells when we signed Andy Booth? The thing was, back then, you say about loaning down division, it was because back then you couldn't loan from a Premier League club. Ah, uh, yeah, that's so a good point. Premier that's League clubs, point. like, I remember, do you remember, it was Lamar Lua Lua, and he played for Portsmouth, and he scored against Newcastle, yeah. Newcastle's parent club. And that was when the Premier Premier League loans were kind of a new concept and they were still finding their feet around it. All right. Uh, it was 2001 it happened. So Pleat, maybe? Two. Who signed him? It might have, 2001. Um, I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't even tell you. This is my point. Like, <laughs> you're more likely to remember facts and figures and players when... when... Where when you can identify with that te- with a team, but well, it's Les like Ferdinand time. The... So our, our it was Les Ferdinand played in two thousand one because he played in the we got to the cup final that season, didn't we? Against uh, Blackburn in the league. Blackburn, cup. yeah, we lost. All right, yeah, this yeah. is our team in two thousand and one. All the squad players in two thousand and one. This will it take... was David Pleat. It was David Pleat, was it? Yeah, he was our caretaker in two thousand and one. He we took over from George Graham, and then Glenn Hoddle took over. Then. That was probably during the period where we were trying to poach Glenn Hoddle. Yeah. All right. So we had uh, Les Ferdinand was in the team. Sergei Rebrov, Sol Campbell, Casey Keller, Stephen Kelly, Leddy King. Sheridan played in that season. Uh, Ian Walker was still there. Luke Young, Jesus, Gus Poyer, Christian Zieger, Stefan Freud, Leonardson, Stephen Carr, and Everson. That is pretty poor. Ziegel was the classiest out of that bunch. Like, I know Sheridan actually led the king of there, but in terms of the, yeah. at the time, the most effective player we had, it was Kristen Zieger. I think it was yeah. in that season that he got that dead leg, didn't he? I remember on, um, I think it was on Boxing Day, if I remember right. right. He got a dead leg and he nearly died. He had oh, wow. A blood clot in his leg. He thought he was going to lose his leg. Wow. Uh, all right, he's second in that. Who were the other players? Yeah. Boots, uh, yeah. Uh, Rasiak. 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 Uh, oh, yeah, he's. He... Second, I reckon. Second, um, yeah, yeah. But at least, like, Raziak had more chance to prove his shitness, whereas Andy Booth had no real chance. But he just wasn't good enough, was he? Ra- nor was Raziak either. Um, and it's no, there's no sort of, it's, it's interesting that these are all, apart from Jan- Janssen, all in a, in a space of a four year period. So our recruitment was pretty horrendous. Anyway, you've got uh, Postiga, Janssen, or uh, Rebrov. Postiga's next. No, sorry, Janssen's next. I don't give yeah, a shit. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Worst, worst, worst good footballer, if you know what I mean, like in terms of come with a reputation. 
that yeah. I've ever seen. He looks so far out of his depth, it's unreal. Whoever was responsible for signing him needs a punching. Who was it? Was it Mitch? Yeah, let's blame him. Let's blame Paul Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah, but he's now <laughs> he's now at um, Leipzig and absolutely killing it. They're on peds. Okay, <laughs> good. Uh, we agreed Janssen f- fourth then. Third. Third, yeah. Uh, and then you've got Postiga and Rebrov. Rebrov's the best out of the lot. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. You put Postiga next and, and then Rebrov. Yeah. There we go. So, and Booth Postiga was so good. Do you remember that PlayStation game, LMA Manager? Yeah, kind of. He was so good on that. He was so he was like the best player in the world on that game. And then we signed him. I was so excited. I remember seeing it on CFAX that we'd signed Postiga, and then he ended up being absolute toilet. Did we? Did did we? He won the Champions League with Mourinho, or was that? Nah, it was a year later. We we signed him before that. We'd have shipped him off somewhere else by then. Okay. Uh, Okay. Fair enough. It's. Charlie Burke says, are you drinking more or less in the uh, quarantine in alcohol? Are you, are you consuming more alcohol, would you say, guys? More up until yesterday. Me and the missus have decided to detox and only drink on a Friday night and Saturday night because it's gonna, we're going to come out of this detox like about 10 stone heavier, uh, 10 pounds heavier. So you had, but to answer the question, you had found that you were drinking more. Mate, every night, every night, it's just the boredom as well, isn't it? It takes the edge off of everything. And you're like, like last week we said, you know what, let's, let's, let's try not to drink every night. And later that day, I was like, fancy a drink, like just completely non-ironic. Yeah. It's nice. You want to sit down and have a drink and then you're watching a movie or whatever. Yeah, this is the same. Oh, same. Me and me and the missus too much, man. gets to about four or five every afternoon, and mm. we know, you know. I, I mean, I'm working, but my uh, I'm working in inverted commas, isn't it? Because the podcast um, and drinking doesn't really stop me doing it. Although there have been a couple of podcasts that I've done since the start of the quarantine, and I listened back and I was like, "Fuck, you sound pissed. You got to rein it in a bit." <laughs> um, but yeah, like the, you get to about four or five, and you're like, oh, "Well, what else? What else can we do? Might as well have a, a glass of wine." And we're uh, going to have to put our wedding back because we were due to get married in um, September, and now we're going to push it back to May if we can. And uh, they, uh, it just means that my missus, who had been on a fitness tip, had lost the stone and weight in the last week, few weeks and months. So oh, for wow. about a month, and uh, uh, yes, it's all just gone out the window because we're like, well, what you know, might as well, um, because it's it is, it is boring and drinking is fun. It's, it's the routine, man. It's it's it, like we have done. I mean, no other like I've, I reckon I've done more odd jobs and DIY and spring cleaning in two weeks than I've done in six years. Do you know what I mean? Every mm-hmm. little thing that the missus has, has moaned about, and, I, and I'm like. I'll do it on Saturday and I never do it. Yeah. What have you, I've done everything. What have you got done? You're going to embarrass me now. This isn't <laughs> Ricky levels of fixing uh, washing machines, but it's just, it's just the majority of it has been uh, things that need to be screwed back on, things that need to be sort of not painted, but uh, uh, cleaned up and moved about. Um, I'm trying to think of examples now. My brain's gone absolutely numb. It's ridiculous. It doesn't but matter. The house, the ha- the house it's is clean. in a better state than yeah, it was. Same. The garden, for example, was just an absolute. I mean, everyone's garden during the winter doesn't get any care and attention. 
Um, and it's like, oh, the sun's going to come out next week. And it's like, okay, cut the grass, dig up all the, the weeds, do this, do that. Um, I ain't complaining. Like, listen, we, I know we complain. It's a British thing to complain. And, like, my my missus has sisters and nurse, so we get all the grim updates. And I get these people out there that are dying. But this is, you know, our, everything we took for granted has been kind of taken away from everybody. For the first time ever, I think, everybody in the country, apart from Carl Walker, because he's obviously paying for sex workers to turn up, <laughs> are all on the same page. You know, I mean, we all have something in common, like it, our way of living. So we're talking about bar- we're talking about Bardi and Carl Walker. They're on their own, but other than that, does Bardi use sex workers or just cleaners that come around? I don't, no, I, don't I think it's sex workers. But, oh, but and out of the two, only only one of those people let the sex workers go alive. <laughs> <laughs> What does he but do, yeah, like? man? It, after all, all, all this plastic work, bag over the head. <laughs> and then under well, the floorboards. Two, <laughs> I've dug two shallow graves at the end of the in, end of the garden, just in case. Just in case. <laughs> this is Le- not. two girls. This, this is too dark. much, man. Um, yeah. Uh, where were we? Sorry. Can yeah, I... so drinks. Yeah, man. So yeah, yeah, What about you, Cal? Have you, have you upped your your strawberry milkshakes? I haven't drank a drop of alcohol, you know. As you don't, I've not had a drop. You're not much of a drinker, though. You don't. Like, no, I'm not. I, I drink not. more. Yeah, no, I can give or take it. Really, I'm a bit boring like that. It's um, not boring. That's that. I think most people would have that preference. Yeah, like my my aero consumption has gone up, gone up, and <laughs> my timeout consumption has gone up, but not not alcohol really. Um, yeah, not not so much. Okay, uh, what we've got. Uh, so Boris Johnson is, sorry, I've lost this thing. Uh, it's from Sam Cornish. He says, with BJ in hospital with coronavirus, uh, which member of the TFC would be best fit to stand in place for our sick prime minister and lead the country out of this crisis and why? You need someone to be charismatic because people don't vote for policies and it goes back to our conversation we was having a minute ago about politics and stuff mm. people don't vote for policies they vote for people and they vote for character but he's just taken over we're just taking over aren't we we're not like yeah. having to win an election so right. what i mean uh, my you need people to believe in you though i think stick stick ricky in for, for the banter for a laugh sticky chappy yeah just walk around nice slightly. Smile. The moment you see him smile on the podium, you're like, okay, you know what? Everything is going to be all right because yeah. look, look, he's smiling. Yeah, that might work. Yeah, that <laughs> might work. <laughs> Just laughing at everything. Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is fine. We're going to be out of this. <laughs> um, I, 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 my, my, I don't know why. I think probably, I think probably Windy or Felonious Filth. Those yeah. are my, those are my two. Think that we, we Windy's very much when 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 you listen to Windy talk, it's it's just like ASMR, isn't it? You get little tingles. Yeah, it's a n- nice voice. Yeah, he can yeah. influence people. His politics are the kindest, probably. Um, and you know, the NHS would probably get the funding it deserves, and more than the funding that it deserves. You know, it will get too much funding. There'd be fucking consultants and balling in Lamborghinis and shit. Um, and I think T comes from a politically charged area that will get shit done the, the the people that need it rather than the people that want it or deserve it no deserve it's the wrong word but people who want it it'd be the people that need it get it so uh yeah i would say t or or uh or windy maybe t would be the chancellor 
If you want the closest to what we've got, then John Bass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Charismatic and a massive gammon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just to go back to this FIFA thing, we're having uh, a friendly uh, between me and John Bass. I can have a friendly with, b- between Cal and Bardi. And it's friendly. called. What? It no, won't be a friendly. I, I mean, We're going to goad you the entire time. Uh, and it'll be, it's called the Remainers versus Leavers Derby. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like, I feel a bit bad because I didn't vote Leave. <laughs> but for the, for the object of what, we, what we're doing, then I'll, I'll happily take that mantle. Um, yeah, that's on Thursday. I think, be, I think we're going to try and stream it on Thursday. So you can watch me and John Bass smash up Cal and Bardi. Again, if you're starved of football and FIFA is some, something of a substitute. Um... Andy, uh, Andy sixty eight says, "Why was Edgar Davids included in the Legends finale at, at White Hart Lane? Today, to this day, it still bugs me." Availability. Yeah, and it's just say say Legends. I remember having a conversation with Mickey Hazard. That sounds like a name drop, but it's important because he he's considered a legend. But he hears that word get thrown around, and he's like, well, "What do Spurs? What do fans consider a legend? What do you have to have done?" Is Stefan Vroin the legend? Like, no, he shouldn't be a legend, but he's more of a cult hero, isn't he? But Edgar Davids, I mean, no, he's not a legend. It's just his gravitas when we signed him and the fact that he did play well for Spurs that people would throw that at him. Um, what In terms of, the, what, like, who, who would you legit... If you had to name five legends from the last, you know, 15 years, who would you... What, who springs to mind? And why? 15. Huh? That's not... Wow. Yeah, 15, he said. 15. Uh, Jermaine Defoe? Yes, I would say that. I, I would say that. Amount of goals he scored, European top goal scorer after, you know, before Bauer, um, before Kane was there. Would you Would you class Gareth Bauer as a legend? Spook? No, I don't, I don't, I don't even know whether I'd class Defoe as a legend. You know, we're doing I, 15 like we, years though, Spook. We don't have much no, to work No, I know, with. I know, mate, but it's almost like we need a word in between what? cult hero and legend. I mean, the answer could the, the answer can be zero, but if you think there's none, the, uh, easily. Is it is, is a legend in terms of football and, and the definition? Does it mean that a certain time has to have passed? Does it? It's a difficult one because, like, you. Ledley King a legend? Yeah. 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 Yes. In fact, that's the most obvious one, isn't it? Just because of what he gave to the club and his consistency. And I think I think the way to do it would be if there was a testimonial for the player, would the stadium be full? And yeah. there's not many. That's a good way of doing it. Actually. I think so, guys. I think you guys have had this conversation before, and I know T's always made the point about cult heroes and and legends and things like that. Uh, I, I think sometimes we put too high a criteria on what a legend should be because not many of our former players have won trophies with us exactly, but I think yeah. I think it's about what how do we feel when a certain player is mentioned so yeah. what's that emotion do you know what I mean it's like sports hall of fames there's a reason they call it a hall of fame instead of a hall of skills because it's not about they was the best they scored the most goals they got the most trophies it's about how they made you feel and what they did in that sport so I think sometimes we so put a little I- that's why that, I say default. That's really good. That is really good. But then I would have Berbatov <laughs> as a legend over, you know, Michael Dawson, which if you think about how the two applied themselves at the football club, 
every single <laughs> <laughs> every single transfer window it's mentioned and people go batshit mental for that's, it because... that's why levy has furloughed the the non-workers yes yeah. Look, would you would you what so like if you said like all of the furloughed staff we have to sack in order to pay for Gareth Bale's wages, would you <laughs> would you say yeah, let's do it? Nah, yeah, fuck it, why not? It's too old. No. Oh, so it's not nothing to do with a furloughed staff if it's, it's someone else. If it's somebody else, yeah. But I mean, what are we doing? Like if we're not if we're not trying to better ourselves on the pitch, then what are we doing? Sometimes exactly. t- tough choices have to be made, um, and mass redundancies for Gareth Bale, I think, is an acceptable, um, you know. Yeah. Um, is is uh, Pochettino a legend? Yes, in my yeah. eyes, because of the way he he, he conducted himself, um, what he gave to us, how he the influence that he's had on on our football club is like none other since Bill Nick. That you can't deny that. I, I, I felt it, I felt it was the right time for him to go, but his his body of work at uh, you know during his four and a half years or whatever it was. Is unrivaled by any, any 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 manager we've had, even though we didn't win a trophy. And, and to think, yeah, I mean, I was going to say to think that uh, some supporters towards the end, when they were desperate for a change and they were desperate for like a serial winner to come in and and, and take over the the, the team, um, you know, they dismissed what he did. You know, the 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 the, the usual statement that I'd see and just think, what the fuck? Oh, was, what, what was he won? What's he won? That's Cal. <laughs> That's really? what he thinks. Yeah. I, I want him off, I want I went, him off the fucking pod now. <laughs> I went very early on pot chat. Go very, very early no, but look, listen, chat. we're all, you know, it took me a while to admit it openly that it, it was, I, I kept thinking, look, let's back him, let's start again. But I think it was, it was, it was that opportunity had gone and it was, it was something that he potched has to take responsibility for as much as Daniel Levy having two windows, not buying anyone. We just didn't have a contingency in place. But in terms of how he made us feel, yeah. how he binded the, the, every supporter together, and when we played the best football, we, we it was the best football, like statistically yeah. and in terms of uh, attractiveness. And yeah. you always look at those stats over that t- like two-year period and you think, how did we not win the title? Like, how did we not do it? Everybody else, even rival supporters, were grudgingly sort of, I think Spurs are going to win the league soon. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, and West Ham yeah. supporters were saying that. Mm. But it was, it was like this this uh, compliment they were really sort of trying to drive away from, but couldn't. And somehow we didn't. And this yeah. just sort of football. It's not that easy right at the top of the the top tier, you know, and what he did, he, he did change the culture. The problem we've got now is if we just completely flushed that culture and that philosophy and that, and, and that kind of presence that we had just completely down the toilet because yes. we have, we have just hit a brick wall and we've got no transition into. No, we're fine. We're going to be fine with Mourinho. We're going to win. We're going to, we'll probably win the league with him. Um, and, and maybe an FA cup and a good, good tilt at the uh, Champions League. It's just um, it's just going to be incredibly boring and dull on, along the way. But you know, winning's all, in, all the only thing that's important. Um, <laughs> the the uh, um, what was going to say, and, and, and do remember actually about Daniel Levy and um, Daniel Levy, um, Jose Mourinho, um, that before Son got injured and including the Kane injury, we were second in the form table. It was the complete undoing of us. Those the injuries to to, to Son. Yeah. Or we were really lucky in the run-up. Who knows? 
Um, the fact is that, you know, the, the, the one of the few good things that have come out of this coronavirus is, uh, one, Bitcoin's up, and I have some, and two, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, th- this is the break we needed. It was almost like a pre-season break before because we were yeah. just uh, all at sea. Got one final question. Okay. Uh, it was from a um, girl called... Uh, she always trolls us about uh, uh, basically me defending Daniel Levy um, all the time. Um, yeah. she's got, who's got more hits? Take that or Oasis? What do you reckon, guys? What, what constitutes a hit, like in terms okay. of like chart position or so, just bangers? Just answer the fucking question, mate. I mean, are we talking <laughs> legendary hits or just just lads? You know? Come on. <laughs> or literal hey, oasis, it's oasis isn't it yeah. right yes yeah. so uh, i've got a list here um who do you think the biggest selling artist is of all time in the uk so is this british artist yeah just the uk british artists only uh oh um ed sheeran ed sheeran ed sheeran what you no, i don't it? know all right let me just give it to you beatles obviously ed sheeran oh, over yeah, beatles. Oh, yeah. sake, i was thinking solo artist queen yeah. queen is number two. what we just literally said take that an oasis those no, are groups no, sorry. <laughs> uh, maybe i don't care about this question i don't know uh, uh, but beatles got 22 million combined sales yeah. uh, queen is that it 22.1 million sales i mean that's half the people in england at the time yeah it's a lot in a second queen 11.8 yeah so that if that shows you anything about john bass's stupid opinion on music then 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 uh, that's fair enough i agree with john completely the beatles are shit you're a fucking idiot uh abba uh fourth although obviously they're not uk rolling stones anyway go on oasis fifth ah wow yeah and we'll take that or sixth uh, oh Jesus! I get why she's asked the question now because Oasis sold nine point zero seven nine million records, right. and Take That sold nine point zero seven eight. So oh. what's that? Ten thousand? Is that right? Have I got yeah. fucked that up? Nine million? No, it's hundred thousand. A hundred thousand difference. Hundred thousand. Some scouts. Probably Ricky to get making up the difference there. Yeah. 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 Ricky just smashing yeah. it up. All right, boys. It's been lovely talking to you. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the Fighting Call podcast again this week. Remember, we are on Twitch uh, Wednesday, seven thirty, and uh, Saturday uh, midday to smash up kids on FIFA and try and get to season one. Uh, we'll look back at the old episodes. They're very, very funny. Some of them. We'll link them to this this app uh, to this uh, tweet, rather. And. Um, and uh, yeah, go and follow us because ultimately we're, we're aiming to try and get this going over the isolation period and we need to get to a partner stage with Twitch. So if you could do us a favour, just go and follow us. Uh, and when the stream comes on, we don't even have to watch it. Just click it and, you know, they don't know. So it's good. All right, boys, thanks a lot. And, uh, you right. know, stay Cheers, safe, boys and girls. Stay safe because yes. it's out there, isn't it? Trying to get us. It is. It is. Everybody wanna come and run it, but they're funny like a dummy in the bummy of your mommy. Uh-huh. Fighting cock and we don't.
don't give a shit. Everybody knows flat face a brick. We can get a sticky in the mini soccer willy. When you get a grilly, yeah, you gotta bang the milli. Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. This summer, when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi Fi hotspots. Learn more at Cox.com. Ask Ashley the Podcast is sponsored by Cox. Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.